Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. I'm so thankful that you're here, and I'm so eager to dig into this week's Diving Deeper episode titled Share the Truth. Last week, just for a quick recap, because this is what we're diving deeper into, I talked about how we need to know the truth and stand firm and what that looks like. And we talked a lot about 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 through 5 and really dug into that. But this week, I want to just spend time talking about sharing the truth. And we're going to be in 2 Timothy 2 And I love what Paul wrote here, and I love what a great picture this is for us as we share the truth with others, as we work on behalf of the kingdom of God, and that at the end of the day, our desire is to know the Lord and make him known. And so I'm going to start out by reading 2 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 13. I'm in the ESV version, so if you'd like to read along with me, I would love to have you join me. But this will also be in the show notes, so you can read it thereafter. So starting in 2 Timothy 2, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since its aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember, Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may also obtain salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy for, if we have died with him, we also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. I love this passage of scripture. I just, again, I think it's so powerful and it just points us to what we are called to as ambassadors of Christ and people that are living on behalf of the kingdom of God. And so I'm just going to go through a few of the things here in scripture that we can see that the Lord is calling us to. So the first one is the command to teach others. Right at the very beginning in verse 1, it starts with, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach to others. We are called to teach to others. We read this in the Sermon on the Mount. We read this when Jesus commissions people to go out to share the gospel to the ends of the earth. We read this again written by Paul who that was his job as an apostle of Christ. He went out and shared the gospel with all who would listen for all the people that the Lord would place him in conversations with. And so that's what we are called to do when we are entrusted, when we have accepted Christ and we are entrusted with the most amazing gift we could ever give anybody, which is inviting them in to the gospel message and sharing that with them. 
that is so powerful and it's something that we are commanded to do. The next thing I want to touch on is in verse three, it says share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. I touched on this last week talking about what it says in second Timothy three, verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So we see here then jumping back into second Timothy two, where it talks about share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. We know we are promised persecution. As I addressed last week, that looks different for every person. It looks different for every generation. It looks different in every country, but we are still promised that persecution will come. And so we are called to share in suffering, share in suffering with the body of believers and to come alongside those that are walking in suffering and to come alongside those that are in persecution. And so God calls us to come together as a body of believers. And I know right now that is difficult. That is hard in this season where we're being told not to be together or we're being told we can't be together in certain groups. And there are some areas of this country here in the U.S. where they're telling people not to be together at all, um, especially within the church. And that's difficult because we are called to share in suffering. We are called to be together. We are called to be together as a body of believers. And so, yes, we must discern in that. We must pray through that as to what that looks like in this season. But we must also know that that is what God calls us to. He calls us to share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. I also want to touch on in verse four, it says, no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. The one who enlisted him, that is the Lord. And so we have to trust that as the Lord puts us in positions with people to have conversations or to just love on them or to do things on behalf of the kingdom to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We have to remember not to get caught up in the fleshly things, but remember that we are called, it tells us in John 8 verses 31 and 32, you know, that if we are his disciples, we will abide by his word and that we will know the truth and the truth that sets us free. That is what we are called to do. We know the truth. We know it sets us free. And that's what we are called to share with those around us. And when the Lord puts us in those places and allows us to love on people as his hands and feet, we have to remember that we are accountable to him. He is the one who has called us. And so that's what we need to walk in. We need to not get hung up and caught up in the fleshly things that tend to get in the way of what God is doing. Next part that I want to jump into is in verse seven, I love what Paul wrote here. It said, think over what I say for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. This is also reiterated in James one verses five through six. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. But Let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So we have to remember as we're praying and asking the Lord for understanding and we are promised in scripture that when we go to the Lord and ask for understanding that we will be given that. But we also see what we are promised in scripture and that's that we go to him open-handedly, trusting him, trusting his heart and not doubting the Lord. We trust that his heart is good. We trust that he loves us. We trust that he desires for us to have understanding. And he concretes that in his word. And so we have to prayerfully go to him in seasons, in circumstances where we don't know what to do and say, Lord, take me to places in your word. I just actually wrote about this 
on a your daily prayer crosswalk.com I was dealing with a spiritual attack and I just asked the Lord I just said out loud Lord what would you do right now like will you tell me what to do right now and immediately James 4 7 was on my tongue and it was submit to Jesus resist the devil and he will flee then in verse 8 draw near to God and he will draw near to you and so as we pray and ask him for wisdom and direction and discernment He will lead us to those places in his word for understanding. He desires for his children to know him and to understand his heart. We see that in John 10, 27, where it says, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Those are the words of Jesus. We know his voice, and the reason we know his voice is because we are in his word. We know his voice because we have relationship with him, and we know his voice because we ask for understanding. We desire to understand more about who God is and and what he desires for us. And so I love that. And I pray that that is a part of scripture that you will remember that we are to ask for understanding. We are to pray for that. I'm then going to jump down in verse nine, where Paul writes that I am suffering bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. We have to remember that as believers, that the word of God is living and breathing. It is in action. And that's how it it commissions us out. It calls us to do things. That's why we hear the Lord speak to us through his word. And in verse 10, therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. And wow, that is so powerful because it makes me think of me, makes me think of me when I didn't know the Lord, but people pursued me. It was the Lord pursuing me, putting people in my path that were sharing the truth of who God was, that were sharing that God loved me, that God didn't want me to be stuck in the patterns of sin that I was entangled in, that God had more for my life. And so for the sake of the elect, when Paul writes that, how incredible is that, that he is saying, I will endure whatever it takes for the sake of the elect that they also may obtain the salvation as in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. We see right there such a perfect example of why we must endure hardship. But I just love that Paul writes that and that he reminds us that every person's salvation matters. Paul endured such hardship, but he did it with a glad, joyful heart because he knew sharing Jesus, sharing the gospel message was the most powerful thing he could do and share with anybody. And so I pray that we just cling to that and we remember that that's what we're called to. When we know him, we are now called to make him known. As we grow in our faith, we are called to share what we are learning. We are called to share the truth that sets us free. And guys, the last thing I just want to wrap up with, I know I just talked about a ton of scripture there, but that we just have to remember, especially in this season right now that feels so unlike anything any of us have walked through, is that the Lord is always using everything to draw us closer to him and to commission us to share his truth and his love, to share our stories of his grace and his mercy over our lives. And I pray that we will take this portion of this letter that Paul wrote and read through it and study it and look at the heart of what we're called to as we share the truth of God's word to a world that so desperately needs him. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I pray that this episode 
bless your heart. I pray that you walk away with scriptures that you can spend time with the Lord in and just journal with him and pray with him and pray through these things. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I pray that you have a great week and I will talk with you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadomatis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.